I need penile warts removed. <laughs> that's what. Oh, I, that's oh, the intro. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they get the ingredients for their sultana muffins. Oh, 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 oh. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. We're back again in the fuck bunker. It's the classic threesome. There's Dan. Hello there. There's Russ. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Choking on an eyebrow. <laughs> As you were sort of introducing Dan, I thought, now is the perfect time <laughs> to take a little swig of eyebrow. I'm not going to need to say anything for a good minute or so. <laughs> Apologies. And of course it's me, Tom. Hey Tom. We're not going to do the usual, what have you been doing, uh, no. what have you been doing it with, and why have you been putting that there. We are going <laughs> to start with something different, so allow me to set the scene. <clears throat> so, <laughs> the year is 1990. Action heroes rule the silver screen. It is our job tonight to put together a crack team. <laughs> Of 1990s action heroes that can save the world from North Koreans. Um, what was it? <laughs> from North Koreans. What was, what, what, what's happened? What, I mean, oh, North, that was it. North Koreans cyber attacking the moon to crash it in. No, North Koreans <laughs> cyber attacking an asteroid to crash it into global warming. <laughs> that was, by the way, work of genius. <laughs> That probably wouldn't be in the in the nineties. You were that they, people were still happy to have Russia and China as the bad guys because they yeah. weren't big film markets. Okay, so it's <laughs> Russians or Chinese cyber cyber attacking. Did they have it? They had sort yeah. of yeah, they're sort of basic. Yeah. You'd have like you'd some, have hacking, some okay, yeah, so yeah. fending it off. So <laughs> so so <laughs> Russian or Chinese uh, sort of hacking uh, an asteroid. Uh, to crash it into global warming. That's it. So there Russia, we go. Right. The uh, a random country from the from a random communist country from the east trying to crash, yeah. trying to cyber hack an asteroid to crash it into global warming. Yeah. Yeah. The Excellent. Reds. The Reds. Yeah. The there you go. That, that was good enough in the nineties, wasn't it? Yeah. So we had to put a team together to, to stop this using only nineties action heroes. Yeah. So it can't be a sequel. So, so you can't have, for example, Ripley. Yeah, yeah. Ripley's out. Yeah, John McClane is out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they should be more or less human. Yeah. So it also means Batman is out because that would have been a weird one. I'm kind of glad Batman's out of this. He's not an action hero, is he? I mean, no. So when you think action hero, we think. I mean, I I think people like. Anyone that Steven Seagal played, yeah, 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 yeah that or, kind of thing. Or you know, Sylvester Stallone, yeah. Schwarzenegger, Ford, Ford Harrison. I've said everyone else's <laughs> name. I should just rather than just Ford, Harrison Ford, <laughs> Mister Ford, um, and Gerald R. Ford. Neo's a no-no as well from the Matrix. Neo's a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find that so amusing. 
Honestly, if we ever get to the point where we make merchandise, <laughs> we've got to have a t-shirt with Neo is a no-no. Neo is a no-no. No, no, Neo's, yeah, just Neo is a no-no. Neo is a no-no. Sounds like something that primary school children might get taught in a, an assembly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, my problem with Neo for this is, although yeah, The Matrix was released in 1999, yeah. yes. but it's not a 90s action movie. It, it was the first of the 2000s, you know, brief foray into cyberpunk. And it was the one good one. Also, and also, he's not really human. He's a computer. His powers yeah. manifest in. I mean, while he's well, he's got powers, things like you don't, you know, nineties action movies. You didn't need to say this guy can do these things mm. because the world is a consensual hallucination, and if you know about that, you can bend the rules. You know, Johnny Matrix didn't need that to explain <laughs> things he could just uh, you know he could just decapitate six people with an axe because he's fuck? fucking awesome John, John, is that not the guy in Commando what's his name oh, oh this God. is gonna I might have for our listeners you might need to bear with us as we google some names I'm just gonna get IMDB yes. and actually it would be quite a good thing before we set out on our impossible mission to make a crack a crack 90s action hero <laughs> team um, is to have a phone or a tablet or a laptop on standby just to Google some of these names because some of the pictures that come up with these names yeah. are just brilliant. And also to tell us when we're wrong. I'm, I'm happy. Absolutely. There won't be a huge amount of use, people listening on the podcast. They're, they're wrong! They're wrong! <laughs> they tell us. They late. tell us via social media. They do, which by, by uh, you know, sort of... Uh, Looking at social media, when we posted it up the is John Matrix, it is, John Matrix. it is his name in Commando. When we posted up, um, when uh, when Dan posted weird, on, oh, sorry. sorry, weird name to use when we're talking about the Matrix. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I thought it was wrong. <laughs> He's uh, a retired elite Black Ops Commando, as are most as of are the most people of we're going to talk about. There See, a lot of Black Ops people retiring. That's the, the thing that really interested me about this because the more I thought about it, the more I I saw when I first started making a list of people I'd like to bring up. I was making a list of people who were the traditional sort of meathead, ex-black ops kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's exactly what we're looking for. You know, Steven Seagal at the end of that film <coughs> where um, he's an undercover cop, but he's like, OK, I'll tell you the truth. Back in 1963, <laughs> I was part of a Vietnam, uh, you know, like a special arms of Vietnam. I killed a million people with my bare hands, and then, you know, I was really sad about that for a bit, and, you know, mm. and then I went all environmental. Um, and it was all meatheads. But then I started thinking of really outside the box. If you were making a crack team... Mm. You'd need like the the person who's good at hacking. Yeah, yeah. you need like an array of skills, the logistics person. Yeah, so I think do we want to try and, and men cover all of those? Do we just want to go for five Steven Seagal? Well, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, just see who getting what a progressively <laughs> yeah. more paunchy sort of horrendously dyed hair kind of ponytail to the point where he looks like he's got like an elephant attached to his ponytail. I mean, honestly, the dude like looks so molded. Yeah. It's like, you know, like Gordon Ramsay's had work done and all yeah. like, his prune wrinkles have like been pulled out. <laughs> it's like, that's what was Steven Seagal. Gordon went out, Steven Seagal had everything pulled back into that. But no, no, he doesn't have it. Ponytail. It's just his ponytail holds it all back. <laughs> It's like, it's like who said Ray Wilkins is the only person whose receding hairlines brought his face with him? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a similar thing. He's got it all tied back. Let's see if the hair tie comes out. <laughs> Just flops back forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were going to say, sorry Tom, before I rudely interrupted, that we've had quite a bit. Oh, of I was just going to say, yeah. this was one of those times where you know you feel like you might have broken the internet. Mm. You posted that. Uh, you posted a post up saying we need some help with our nineties. Um, action hero crack team um, <laughs> and um, 
I mean, like fifty odd comments in the first yeah. sort of. It felt like twenty minutes, half an hour. Like, yeah, I mean, admittedly, it's three people talking, but still, it was a fun conversation to be had. Noisy people, noisy people, noisy people. Yeah, and we got some good ideas. Got some so ideas. I say we just kind of kick this off with us with a character suggestion. Yeah, yeah. Dan, who's your first pick? Who's right. coming for bench rest? <clears throat> so we need a leader for this. Right. We need a guy who's going to put the team together. Yeah. Um, what better person than the president to put this together? Nice. My first choice is, and I don't know his name, so I'm going to frantically Google this, is Harrison Ford from Air Force One. Oh my God, he is on my list as yeah. well. James Marshall. Yes, nice, James thanks Russ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the guy who puts it together. He's going to be the guy that says, the president that just goes, I'm not having this. Those reds... <laughs> 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 it, it was some random. Well, it was sort of. It was like Russians, but they're sort of yeah. radical, non-cool Russians. Yeah. <laughs> um, those reds from um, wherever. I'm not going to let Kaz- them. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Cyber hack um, an asteroid into global warming. Yeah. I'm not going to let this happen. What are they actually? What are they? Not, there's not really a grand plan. They just. Mm. I think it's just, a terrorist thing. It's yeah. like. They're, they're trying to get take over Air Force One, aren't they? Yeah, but like the, the big plan mm. is to get some prisoners released. Yes. Yeah. There's no sort of world-ending mega plot. Also, they infiltrate that plane, pretending to be members of the press. Mm. Yeah. Who authorizes press credentials at the White House that they slip through the net? But the the Secret Service guy was dirty, so he probably helped them get uh, on the plane. Oh yes, that's true. He was. And they they murdered. The, t- the press team that they took the other places of. You are very right. They did right. just turn up yeah. with like a bit of card with press stamped on it. <laughs> One of those, a fedora with the, with the, like, the yeah. ticket with press written on it. Because that, that was how they got... They, they didn't get any weapons on the plane. They used the Secret Service's own weapons. That's they? right. They used the, yeah, their M16s in the armoury. Now, this is my question, though. Yeah. Does Pre- President James Marshall come with the fact that he is commander-in-chief of the largest military on the planet? Yeah, is he a president? Or He's a president, a but... If this isn't a covert operation, everything goes wrong. That, actually, I love the idea of that yeah. as a film. Yeah. Like, the president is also the member of a super secret task force. And when, like, shit just isn't getting sorted out in Congress, <laughs> locks himself in the Oval Office, presses a button, and the rest of the team pop up through the floor. He's like, guys, <laughs> we're sorting this out ourselves. I'm not, I mean, would he go on the missions? I suppose he would in this. But if well, that, that can be the team that we're putting together. This is the team that the president can summon. He comes back in the middle of the night and the first lady's like, oh, where have you been? He's just like some ridiculous quip. Like, ah, don't worry, I just got into a little hot water. <laughs> and leaves a milk tray by her side of the bed and goes to, goes to sleep. Even in terms of presidents, I think we've got some runners-up, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kurt Russell, from Executive Decision. He's not the president. He's not the president, isn't he? No, he's not. No, he's not. He's, he's, the president. Just, he's just some dude. <laughs> the president <laughs> isn't in that. <laughs> it's, I thought it was just <laughs> the same film as um, Air Force One, is it not? <laughs> just assume everybody's the president. No, it's, okay. it's a hijacked joke. Who else do you think is the president? Bill Pullman. In, in Independence Day. Oh, he's Day. fucking awesome. Oh, he okay. is good in that yeah, as well. He is good in that. He's only an ex-fighter pilot. I mean, he's, like... I don't think there's any explanation as to why James Marshall is an expert tactician and marksman. No, there isn't. I think he is... I mean, it's the traditional sort of American... What they want out of a president is ideally someone who served in the military or served in... Well, and all, basically. Served in the military, served in Congress, um, and 
you know, or as a weird fat arsehole with strange hair. Are we putting any rules on actors playing characters? Because Harrison Ford might appear again potentially. No, we, we can have Donald no. They are characters. It doesn't yeah, matter if yeah. they look the same. Because the the point is that, like you said, you could, in theory, the nineties were beset with Steve straight Zico, to VHS yeah. Steven yeah, Seagal, yeah. where he was capable of dispatching pretty much anything that came his way, despite weighing twice, you know, not being particularly mobile. <laughs> Let's be kind to in, him. Um, not the Dispensables. The Expendables. Expendables. Yeah. The, dispensables. the bits with, like, the Pez dispensables. him and <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and... Um, He's not in them, is he? Stephen Scully refused to be in them. Uh, I'm in Sylvester Stone. And oh. I, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Basically, they just walk along while younger actors hurl themselves out <laughs> and go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, um... God, what's his face? Not Van Damme. God, what's his fucking name? Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren, yeah. yeah. I mean, none of them can move because they're crippled by arthritis yeah. because of what they did in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> Which yeah. must have been pretty pretty harsh on them. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite keen on so, uh, President March. I'm, I'm quite happy for him to be, like, the guy that has to stay at the White House, mm. but then the White House gets invaded. Yeah, like in the sequel, yeah. the, the, the fight comes to the White House, yeah. and it turns out he's fucking awesome. And he's just got like an M16 in his desk, Yeah, and then he has to pull it out and start yeah. like... He's got a turtleneck on underneath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, think he, I think covert operation, he has to go visit everyone else on the team and say, we need you for a job. Yeah. Oh, you mean sort of like Nick Fury in... Yes. Like, yeah, sort of... Quietly building the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I quite like that. I can imagine the meetings between some of the people I've got on my list here. Yeah. You know, the um, your country needs you, and it's not just the country; it's the world because yeah. the Asian, or, no, the Asian Reds or whatever, <laughs> or the Russians, whatever, or, yeah. whoever the Reds are trying to hack the asteroid and crash into the global warming. warming. <laughs> to be honest, though, would you hate you'd hate to be the guy at the back going, "That actually sounds pretty good." I mean, you know, global warming warming's pretty bad. You know. And be, Shut up, you! If they crash it into the global me. warming, it will spill global warming over all the beaches and it will get on all the beaches. <laughs> oh, that oh, makes sense. That's yeah. Right. yeah, that's right. And they'll, they'll melt. You'll have to be scrubbing global warming <laughs> off of penguins. <laughs> I get the feeling an asteroid is involved in this for one reason, Russ, when you came up with that. Well, it's because Armageddon is the greatest film of all time, <laughs> apart, from, apart from Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's okay. true, that's true. Right, so we got the guy who's putting the team together, but... Mm-hmm. When um, the Reds come to attack him at the White House, he's going to fend off, uh, fend them off, and um, yeah. and lead a resistance. I think from from the White House. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So What's I've that? got. A, so you need someone who's quite sort of you know technical, able to come up with a with a maybe slightly unusual plan. Maybe someone who doesn't mind bending the rules a little bit. And so my nomination for that is Wesley Snipes' character from Demolition Man. Oh, whose name I've completely forgotten. He's not a good guy, though. It doesn't matter. He's, he's performed. He's no, he's not. Jean-Claude Van Damme from Time Cop went into the future and brought him back. So he's now back in the 90s. And, uh, and he's, 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 he's not so evil anymore. But he's still got all his sort of enhanced abilities that he got while he was in the ice cube. Okay. So let's just take him, but assume that he's not... Well, you know, is he? He might fuck them all over at some point. That could be the third. So, so he's you... a bit like Doctor Doom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So what, what, what you're saying is maybe he's... Because there's, there's a greater threat here. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, this yeah. is so he's, he's sort of squad to throwing me. in with mm. the rest of them, but they can maybe never quite trust him. You know what? I do like the idea that we're we're having a character in there that is the archetypal kind of. Oh, he's he's reliable. I can always rely on him. Oh my God, Blaine! I can't believe that you, you know, like you betrayed me at yeah. this eleventh hour, just as we were about to save everything, and the movie was going to finish. You know, Simon Phoenix. That's his name. Simon. 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 <laughs> yes. I'm Gerald mainly, Phoenix. Mainly Simon's a great name <laughs> because of his uh, his bleach blonde hair that he had in that. So yeah. why him and why not? Uh, Stallone. Yeah, Stallone. Because Stallone's an arsehole in that film. He's the good guy. He's really boring. He's he not nothing sort of really. He's very generic in that film. Mm. He's, he's basically he's a bog standard nineties action hero. The same character as he's in Dread as well. Yeah, he doesn't do anything exceptional in mm. that film. Okay, so Simon Phoenix. So he'd be the first guy that. that so the president has had this guy thawed out basically. Yeah, I mean, he sent time cop. He's like he's got something on him. Maybe <laughs> yeah. there's like a. He's got like an implant in him or something. Hmm. Okay, like a control chip. Yeah. But unbeknownst to everyone, he's already overridden the control chip, yeah. and it, act- it was actually kind of bordering on. Yeah. Because he's right. so he's, he's that's, that's interesting. He spent all that time in the ice cube, which wouldn't work as a way of incarcerating people. Yes, absolutely. Uh, getting all sorts of tactical skills and and abilities to make him relevant in the future. Whereas Sylvester Stallone learned knitting, didn't he? Mm. So he comes out of the prison able to, able to crochet. Maybe oh, a nice tabard. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a better backstory. There's quite, there's, they introduce something quite like he just sits down and he just picks up a ball of yarn and starts knitting furiously, and hasn't actually explained that that's what he got taught when he was in the prison. Maybe so. Jack Marshall turns up the cryogenics office, right? Mm-hmm. When he needs to thaw him, he's talking. Which to is him. a thing. The cryogenics yeah. office. Obviously, totally a place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's behind bars and he's talking to him. He's like. Um, he holds up a sheet of paper and just says immunity on it. Basically, you won't be th- you won't be put back on ice again. You'll be free. You'll be a free man if you just help us this once. Because yeah. the Reds yeah. are cyber attacking an asteroid into that might crash into global warming, <laughs> and we've got to stop that. Yeah. So I think I think he's got to have someone who's basically a handler now as well mm-hmm. as part of this. So I like this. It needs an extra person on the team. That is pretty good. I like that. You're nodding on a podcast, Russ. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> you can't hear it. Down it. The <laughs> you can see it. Not, so I, I quite not, like it. Yeah. All right. Up until now, I hadn't even thought about the kind well, of... I wanted to introduce a bit of friction into the team. Mm. We can't, they can't all get along too, okay, too well, seamlessly. Mm. Well, my one, my next, my, well, my first might yeah. kind of throw a bit more friction. Yeah. They say that an army marches on its stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we all know where this is going. (laughs) But what if the person that could sate those stomachs was also a highly trained (laughs) ex-Navy SEAL? (laughs) I'm talking about no one other than Casey Ryback from Under Siege. Excellent. Steven Seagal. Just a cook. Just a cooker. Knife in your forehead. I mean, this guy is capable of withstanding... Damage, mm-hmm. um, basically taking back a ship uh, from a mutineering crew and um, the, all those terrorists and Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tommy as Lee Jones, terrorist as rock star. Terrorist rock star. Um, Is that one with the ponytail and like the little? He looks like Stephen Tyler. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. And making um, ex Playboy centerfolds fall in, for, in love with him. 
Um, yeah. Well, she, she basically runs admin for him while he's <laughs> in the middle of recovering the ship. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need you to go up to the laundrette <laughs> and make sure my chef hat is pressed <laughs> because the captain loves his gumbo. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's just brilliant. He's one of my favourite action <clears throat> characters yeah. ever. He has to be on this team. Right? There, there's no... Uh, Steven Seagal is the kind of archetypal '90s action hero, yeah, I mean, and this is his finest hour. If we could only have one Seagal, it would yeah. be Casey Ryback no from yeah. the first one. From the first mm. one, not the god awful second one, not the suit wearing <laughs> sort of like forty year old man, you know, um, yeah. trying to impress twenty year olds. Yeah, <laughs> like it's all a bit odd at that point. Mm. Hey, don't worry about it. You know, I'm just, I'm really sensitive, but I can also break necks, you know, like... <laughs> Under Siege 2 is so... So you, with a sequel, especially a 90s action sequel, you go bigger. But how do you go bigger than the USS Missouri? Yes. <laughs> de- having its nuclear weapons decommissioned. So they're, they're talking about this, and one's going, well, I, uh, I was on the train here to this meeting, actually, yeah. and I was thinking, well, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let's make this train Yes, Steve, bigger. let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. I and mean, to be honest... The, the bit I love about Seagal the most is his wide-eyed naivety that people are going to believe everything he says. Mm. <laughs> and that in real life, he says things like, well, you know, I'm just very lucky. Um, you know, I was in Under Siege, which was about decommissioning nuclear weapons. And then I was in that one about the environment where I was an EPA officer <laughs> who did keto and broke loads <laughs> of people's necks and cleaned up a nuclear waste village. <laughs> and, and, like, it just... And then I did one about stopping human trafficking. So, you know, my movies have messages which all seem to be if you kill enough people that are doing bad things, then the bad things stop happening. It's basically the same message as the joke Captain Planet shorts by, by um, Turn you into a motherfucking tree. tree. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Don Cheadle it's is Captain Planet. It's the same message, everyone's trees. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean Casey Ryback, he's just brilliant, and in that yeah. film he's just fucking awesome, and he improvises mm. and makes the microwave bomb. This is a guy that you know is going to patronisingly explain how to do things, but yeah. he's got the skills, man. <clears throat> you need some muscle, Casey Ryback. So here's my thought, right, right. on the story so far. The cryogenics office, he's being thawed, whatever. Yeah, fine, the office. Okay, yeah, cool. definitely yeah. the office. Yeah, no problem. That's fine. Next, Jack Marshall turns up. Uh, it's like a really kind of grungy pizza place. Mm. And he walks in, two secret service agents walk in. And uh, he's looking the other way. What's his name again? Ryback, yeah? Ryback. Mm. He's, looking, he's looking away from the camera. And you see the door open. He goes, you hear, Ryback. And he looks up and he looks round. And he just says, I'm not interested. Yeah. He goes, Ryback, we need you to save the planet from the Reds crashing an astro- a cyber attacking an asteroid into global warming yeah he goes but there's one twist uh, Simon Phoenix is there as well and just the knife goes into the table and he goes we need you to look after him and feed everyone yeah what else has anyone got anything better than that maybe that's his mission before yeah. that ends up with him having to go into deep cover yeah 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 was monitoring oh yeah 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 Phoenix. definitely but before I, I, he got all enhanced and future I, I still think the better thing is he's, he's at the counter yeah President Marshall comes in. Yeah. But President Marshall doesn't have the Secret Service agents with him. Yeah. So it's too ostentatious. Sort of casually walks in behind Ryback. Yeah. It's just about to lay a hand on his arm. Yeah. 
but Ryback's arm snaps up, grabs it. Yeah. Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought we... <laughs> I never thought I'd see you again. Not after Laos. Yeah, and what happened in Laos... And what happened in Laos was... was he got... Uh, Marshall made a decision that got his uh, best friend killed. Yes! Yeah. yeah. There we go. And caused Casey Ryback to get so annoyed yeah. that he punched the guy that made him get demoted to becoming a chef. Yeah. Which then kicked off the whole Missouri thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is why he's now... Yeah, this movie is better thought out than a lot of 90s action movies. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yes. yes. Well, there we go. I think compelling case for Casey Ryback to be Simon Phoenix's handler yeah. in hell and yeah. and the cook for the team yeah. mm-hmm. in stopping the Reds from crashing, uh, cyber attacking that asteroid into global warming. So, which which actually I'm I'm not finding as funny because it now is a real premise that needs, <laughs> <laughs> that needs solving. <laughs> Well, solving we need to we need we need to at least solve the cyber attacking part. Yeah. So we need a smart guy on this team as mm-hmm. well. Uh, he needs to be probably uh, comic relief as well. I would say potentially. Okay. okay. Um, maybe he is the one not so muscly uh, built guy, but at the same time can still handle himself in a fight. Yeah. I am talking about Jeff Goldblum's character from Independence. Day. Uh, <laughs> yes, the man who. Worked out that you can bring down a mothership by using Windows 95. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, he's going to be the first person you call if uh, the Reds are cyber attacking uh, an asteroid into Absolutely. global warming. Mm, interesting. So, yeah, he's. Interesting. I, and, and is his dad. Is it his dad? Is yep. his dad coming with us on this? Well, he'll have to because apparently his dad shows up in all the films. <laughs> yeah. So, his dad will be uh, at the White House with Jack Marshall. Yeah. Um, and his dad will be part of the, the trying to take back the White House aspect of this film. What about his slightly camp friend? Oh, oh my God, Jeff! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Jeff! I can't believe you're at the crack team. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't forget your laptop, Jeff. <laughs> he will be. I think he he will he will get a phone call as like a cameo in this. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Yeah. What was his job again in Independence Day? Oh, he's, he's like a satellite engineer yeah. for a TV company. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's the one that works out that they're using Earth's satellites to coordinate between the motherships on the other side of the planet. So let's forget the second Independence Day. You know everything about these. <laughs> I watched Independence Day a lot. Push those windows, man. Open the door. I'm beginning to sweat like. Is it warming up in here? Sweat yeah. like. Steven Seagal at a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Steven Seagal moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So David Levin, yeah, he's a he's a good shout. So we'll forget the second Independence Day film happened, right? After yeah, the first Independence everyone Day, everyone should. After the events of the first Independence Day, when yeah. Jack Marshall was sworn in, mm-hmm. James. James Marshall. I keep saying Jack. Mr. James. Well, because Jack Ryan, Harrison yeah. Ford, and Jack Central. Ryan might get mentioned yeah, later on. So. Actually, um, yeah. he um, wanted this guy as like. <clears throat> his science expert on his crack White House team. So it's this guy that comes up to him and said, sir, this is happening, this is happening. You're mm-hmm. going to need to put a team together to stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he looks at him and goes, well, I'm going to need a guy on this team that I trust. It's, it's, so it's him and also the four guys that run in at the start of Armageddon with the photos from the Hubble telescope. Yes. <laughs> they've printed out on four different bits of paper <laughs> and moved together. <laughs> oh, it's a big blob. <laughs> Why don't, you, why don't you use the A3 printer, guys? We're in a hurry here. Did they, did they do a little bit of a, can you guess what it is yet? Well, it's sort of like, oh, there's one down. I'm not really sure what those. Oh, my God, it's huge. People say Michael Bay's not a genius, but he did turn an asteroid into a bad guy. 
That's true. I mean, that's pretty mm. impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's got more character than most of the Transformers. Yeah. Um, was it Michael Bay did Armageddon? It was, I don't want to close my eyes. So anyway, he comes running in. Yeah. And then, like, he's like, no, no, I'm not going on this mission. Not going on this mission. And he's like, like that. And then he ends up on the mission. Now he's, like, following the president around and talking to Steven Seagal's character, who's a badass. Yeah. And he's, like, making wise quips at him. So he's the slightly reluctant... Yeah. Would rather be back at the lab, but has yeah. to get into the field. My backup choices: Nicholas Cage's character from The Rock mm-hmm. as like a scientist. Stanley Goodspeed. Stanley Goodspeed. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, he's like a biochemist, though, isn't he? He's probably probably more. He's more specialised and focused. I, in I do get the feeling Nicholas Cage will end up on this team at some point. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> Stanley Goodspeed. Um, and my backup backup was the blind guy from Sneakers. <laughs> Probably less flexible. I mean, sneakers was early nineties. I mean, he'd, he'd struggle with anything beyond Windows three point one. <laughs> That's your backup. If, if Jeff can't get it, stop looking at the blind guy from sneakers. Oh man! But <clears throat> interesting counterpoint. Yeah, this is the one my wife suggested, Ooh. which was um, the. Uh, what's her name? Angela Bennett, played by Sandra Bullock in The mm. Net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was 1995. I think yeah. we can send them both on this team. God, can you imagine? Because then there's. Well, and also, we've sexual got. Our, tension. We, well, there's sexual <laughs> there's, there's bagel hot dogs t- tension. <laughs> and there's also a little bit of gender diversity. Which yes, yeah, which is what very difficult to achieve when you look at yes. one, it does Women to be... were decor- decorative or yes. to be rescued. Absolutely. Or there'd be like Machiavellian evil. evil. It does t- there's a couple of women that I think won't make it to this team, though, mm-hmm. which is good. Yes. Um, I've got a, a doozy yeah. for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I use the word doozy. <laughs> no. So, so we've got <laughs> no. Sandra Bullock's character from The Net. Yeah. yeah. Um, she is... Angela Bennett. I don't want to make her the ex-girlfriend of Jeff Goldblum in this, because that's just a little... Too... No, give her her own agency. She's yeah. there on her own merits. Yeah, she's not exactly. there because of who she slept with. They heard about the stuff she did in bringing down that thing that was happening with The Net. <laughs> like, yeah, so like... <laughs> He, Jeff Gordon's like, okay, but I'm going to need my friend. She's great. And she's uh, just a hacker in the net, isn't she? Yeah. 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 And, and, and Marshall says something, President Marshall says yeah. like, I remind you know, I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, well, do you remember that thing that happened with the net yeah. when she hacked the net? And he goes, oh my God, that was her. Get me Angela Bennett. And she makes a joke. He makes a joke about like, oh no, when he's there, he's like, why did I trust you? He goes, well, who else are you going to trust? I know what pyjamas you wear at night and something like that. Yes. She's had the security cameras. Yes. Everything was hackable in the 90s. Absolutely, from an IBM laptop that yeah. wasn't yeah. hooked up to anything. Yeah. And if you just, you just seriously didn't run out of battery yeah. 30 seconds yeah. after. Filled with magic it. and spider's webs. And if you can just tap every key, you've hacked something. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That was the peak of all computers had to be operated only with the keyboard. That's yes, right. Yeah. And like, no matter what you were doing, tap, tap, tap. Tap, 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 and they all had to go in a way that would drive you fucking insane. So Imagine at the office, every time anyone did anything, so we've got two. Shut the fuck up! In the bottom right corner, click the little speaker thing, put it on mute. Jesus, guys, come on! Witty quip that happens in the film when Wesley Snipes' his character, Simon Phoenix, goes up to Sandra Bullock's character and he goes, don't I know you from somewhere? 
because they were in, both in Demolition Man. But in uh, Demolition Man, it's her granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Sandra Bullock from the next granddaughter is the cop in Demolition Man. There you go. Are we sure that's real? Yeah, that's 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 absolutely it's real. Canon. That's canon. Yeah. Because everyone always looks exactly <laughs> the same as their grandmother. Yeah, that's no true. No idea. No, that's true. Just that is very true. Changing the subject slightly. Yeah. Busted song, Year 3000. What? Mm-hmm. Your great-great-great-granddaughter looked pretty fine. Your great-great-great-granddaughter in the Year 3000 was pretty dead. Well, I think they might have yeah. taken into Calcified. account um, mm-hmm. the changing life expectancy due to advances in medical technology. Well, maybe then. So... You know, people are probably a generation might last 150, 200 years. You got all the answers, haven't you, Russell? Well, I think Buster's have got all the answers, really. <laughs> anyway, who's up next? Russell's uh, truly what I go to school for. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a pretty professional team so far, but I think we could do with someone who's a bit more grounded, a bit more streetwise. Yeah. Mike Lowry from Bad Boys, Mr. Smith. Ooh, yes. yes. Looking fine in those suits. Yep. He's, you know, he, he doesn't need to be a cop. He's independently wealthy, but he's he's there because he's got got it in his heart. Can we talk about how I was just going through, isn't that the same start to uh, Will Smith's character in uh, Men in Black as well? How he's just kind of like a streetwise cop that just gets thrown into a situation. Kind of, except in Men in Black there's aliens. Yeah, well, apart from the aliens, obviously. Whereas it's, it's heroin in Bad Boys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> same thing. Okay. Um, so Bad Boys, absolute... Like, if you need to sort of define the Michael Bay visual style. Yes. The orange filter, the swoopy, swirly... Oh, yeah, when they get up and move, they... The slow yeah. get up with the, yeah. with the camera on a circular yeah. track going around them. Car chases, Tierleone... It's an amazing film. I love it. It's a great film. Yeah. yeah. She, she was one of my favourite go-to action here. here. Well, she wasn't really there. No, she was, wasn't she? She was in... She was in the shit Armageddon, wasn't she? What was that? Deep Impact. Deep Impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A film that sounds like its own impact. porn parody. Uh, cervix? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God! That's horrendous. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, we'll just cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes... Total sense. He's the kind of. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> people have said that's the comic relief in this. <laughs> he's not. He's, I mean, Martin Lawrence was more the comic relief. Yeah, Will Smith, he's he's capable. He's smart. He's funny. Uh, you know, he's he, he knows he knows how shit gets done on like the street level. Yeah. You know, if if you need someone to go into a city and scope out some intel or something, you know, he's not in the Situation Room looking at a global map. He's he's working <clears> the streets, <throat> talking to the guys on corners. <clears throat> Uh, so he's like the sort of, like you say, the on the streets intel. Yeah, sort of the, the, the lower level yeah, kind of. Yeah. He's like the defenders as opposed to the Avengers type mm. level. As equally there on his own merit as he is there for his dress sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like there'll be a bit when he's when someone goes, "What do you bring to the team?" And then he goes through that person's day just by like the way they're dressed and like mm. yeah, yeah. Thing like yeah. He's, he's still he's got a kind ground of enough Sherlock lives in the real world level of analysis. Yes, yeah, that kind yeah, of. Thing, I mean, yeah. he's, what he's about the look of that thing on your lapel? That mirror, mirror, Yeah, yeah. But not afraid to, to break the rules and blow some shit up. Well, in that film, they've got an amazing ability to blow things up without hurting anybody. Yeah. Yes. So I think in the, in the second one, there's that opening car chase, and they're watching it on the news back at the police headquarters, and you can see like 50 cars exploding, <laughs> flying off bridges. A petrol tanker just goes in and like takes out 30 cars, and then their captain goes, 
you're lucky nobody got hurt in that. <laughs> yeah. Aren't had, we just... I had, that, I had this conversation about Batman, the 80s Batman, mm. um, in the sense that he does put a stick of dynamite down someone's trousers at one point, which is not yeah. very Batman. He and his, car, gun. his car is full of grenades and, and Gatling guns. <laughs> um, and my argument was that there's no intent to kill someone. Yeah, but that does not stand up in court. No, I know. I didn't but, mean to. But still... It's... Also, if you punch someone off an 18-storey car park, you meant to kill them. No, they'll do it, yeah. yeah if you've got grenades be on, fine. If you've got grenades on there. your car, you probably meant to do it. Mm. To be fair, yeah. So, yeah. So, in the later films, he's just flying around, mini-gunning the shit out of people. Well, the difference between that film and this one, uh, that the 80s Batman and then the most recent Batman, Batman vs Superman, is that... He is literally planning someone's murder. Yeah. So someone made that very, very good point. Uh, he's planning someone's murder in the latest one, whereas that one he's just playfully killing them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. So he's on the team as well. Jack Ryan's. Where would he meet him? Not Jack Ryan. James Marshall. <laughs> James Marshall's. Where would he meet James Marshall's round the world tour? Yeah. Where do you met? Mike Let's get him on the team. So I think he's probably like uh, like the Secret Service are running like a long operation, mm. and then he sort of stumbles into it. <clears throat> like they initially they're really they're really arsehole-y with him because they're the feds and he's just mm. a cop, and like he screwed up our investigation, man. If you if you hadn't we, we were watching that guy, you arrested him, you've thrown out a six month investigation, but he uh, you know he tells them where to go, proves himself to them. Mm. And he gets into the team on his own merits. Love it. Love yeah, that's it. pretty nice. Yeah. So, how does Marshall meet? Is is he just is he just kind of recommended to Marshall? Do you reckon? Okay, maybe something goes down in in uh, or is it it's Miami that they're based, mm. isn't it? Yeah. And they're like, who's that guy on the ground there? And the uh, his sort of like logistics leader is like. Let me tell you about this guy. Mm, mm. Nice. And his file flashes up with lots it's, of. There's a montage. Yeah. There's a montage. Yeah. 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 With slides, yeah. Some so kind like, of you know, thing. Born nineteen seventy six to this very wealthy family. Yeah. Smoky room, lots of cigarettes. Top of his class in the in the academy year of eighty two. Yeah, nice. Uh, six months deep undercover with the Hell's Angels. Got a bit of a problem with authority, sir. But nobody in the Miami PD has check. better arrest record. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a loose cannon, but his captain will will have his back every time. Yeah, because nice. that's what captains do in these Absolutely. films. Absolutely. So, and then there's a scene where it just cuts to his captain and he just calls, what's his name again? Marshall. Mike. Mike. Marshall. Mike, what's his the name? The president. No, what's, what's, um, what's Smith's name in Bad Boys? Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. And you just hear the door swing open and you hear, Mike, get in here. And then you just, he just Joe gets... Joe Pantalone is captain. Oh, is it? Yeah. I haven't seen that film in so long. Um, and he just comes in and he goes, pack your bags. And then it just cuts away to nice. whoever the next guy is. Yeah, and there's a flashback later yeah. on when something's going down, but yeah. you realise that there was a more teary sort of. It's gonna gonna suck not having you around here, Lowry. Yeah. Oh, is it Lowry? Yeah. yeah. What like the industrial revolution painter? Probably Lowry. Yes. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Same, <laughs> same guy. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, this is a tricky one. My suggestion. Yeah. So, if you are a terrorist. If you're fighting terrorists and people like that, you need mm. to think like a terrorist. Or sometimes you need to wear their face. Oh, 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 oh. 
You gotta know this one. It is Agent, well, sorry, Special Agent Sean Archer, played by both Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. So in, which, which one are we having? In the 1997 classic face-off. Well, he's the same person, he's just wearing a different face. Yeah, which face has he his got face on him? Off. He took his face off. Well, maybe he should <laughs> have both of them spoke. I'm Cage, I'm Travolta, I'm Cage, I'm Travolta. <laughs> so, be, so Travolta... <laughs> There's probably a bit more to it than just grabbing it and ripping it off. To be the man I think we need him to be, I think he needs to be the post-face-off John Travolta, Sean Archer. Yeah. Yeah. Back to normal. You know, he saved the kid, bad them. And, you know, his daughter likes him again and his wife likes him again. He's a lot more comfortable. You know, he's Mm. put a lot of his past demons behind him and is now a generally more effective agent. But he's seen what life on the wrong side... So he's John Travolta with John Travolta's face. Yeah. Yes. But having had Nicolas Cage's face at okay, some point. Yeah. yeah. And because Castor Troy is now dead. Or is he? Or is he? He's yes, now. he's dead. He blew up yeah. on a boat. <laughs> so I like the idea that maybe he's 15 years on mm. and his family, you know, he couldn't get the memories of the terrible mm. times out of his head. Well, he would like, he would just like <clears throat> catch someone's eye. Yeah. Like, you don't know, man. It could be any, he could be anyone. Exactly. Anyone about the right height and build with the right voice. Oh no, they have a little microchip. Mm. They have a little microchip and also they completely change his entire body. Yeah. They, they call it face off but it's actually body off. You need to work out like yeah. every day for like six hours. For what we've actually done is just taking your brain out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to suggest him. Special Agent Sean Archer. Mm-hmm. I like it. If we didn't have... Um, this guy can take so much damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we he's he's bringing the John Woo aesthetic mm. into it as well. The so, two guns. So <laughs> you know we get. I think as each one of these comes in, they bring a little bit of their universe with them. Yes. So with that, suddenly everyone's diving in slow motion. There's fucking yes. doves everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Lots of sort of uh, shattered mirrors. And yeah, and like candles that. around and all sorts of weird stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Stark imagery. Insane um, amounts of slow motion. I'm ready, ready um, for the big ride, baby. If we didn't have Wesley Snipes from Demolition as the kind of ambiguous, we're not sure when they're going to turn. Mm. My suggestion would have been that it was John Travolta's character, whilst Nicolas Cage was inside John Travolta's so, character. So, Castor Troy wearing, yeah, Special Agent Archer's yeah, and like no yeah. one knew he was at any point he could turn, and like he was in just in so the he's, he's not like a. Yeah. We think we've got his loyalty for now. He's a he's like a mole. Yeah, but but, he's the but ticking time. We've on. already got Wesley Snipes for that. Yes. From, so I think I yes. think you're right. I think like the post. because Special Agent Sean Archer as well. I think will come quite highly recommended to the president because mm. it's like he's actually part of the government structure. Yeah, you know, uh, secret counterterrorism team. He he understands how this shit goes down. You know, if there's a if there's like a right hand man. Yeah, it might be Sean Archer. Is he FBI? No, he even says in one of those typical John Woo kind of um, ridiculous exposition, I'm having a rant, so I'll just reveal a bit of the plot sort of ways. <laughs> he kind of goes, um, you know, oh, because we're a secret counter-terrorist team that nobody knows about, but we're saving the world day by day and everything. And I'm going, God damn, I'm so angry. You know, so it's a secret <laughs> counter-terrorism team that's so secret nobody knows about them. <clears throat> Apart from the people that know about them. Like the deputy director that has the <clears throat> heart attack, you know. Mm. And also there's all that ridiculous imagery, isn't it? Castor, Troy and Pollux, Troy. <laughs> See what you did there, you know? Castor and Pollux, Troy, Troy. You know, it's... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I vote him as like a, a right-hand man or a 
kind of organiser. Yeah. The president's the strategic thinker, Sean mm. Archer's the tactical planner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I like <clears> it, yeah. <throat> and the president's coming to him and she goes, we need someone with your brain. Yes. Yeah. Not your face. Yes. Because that might come off at any moment. <laughs> but your brain. It's, it's just helpful. Because that looks pretty yeah. dodgy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, James Marshall's putting his team together going, and someone, he goes, we need... We need someone with a very particular set of skills for this. Although I've just made it sound like like Liam Neeson from Taken, which is way after this. Um, and um, he's, you know, there's always the the aide that just wants to blow something up. <laughs> yeah. His suggestion is, well, God damn it, just nuke it. We could just activate one of our special agents out there. What on the asteroid? No, no, activate <laughs> one of our special agents and bring them in. Okay. And he goes, well, who is there? He goes, well. There's a school teacher out there, well, I don't know what I'm looking at now, Samantha Kane. And we could activate her. Yes, I'm talking about Gina Davis, obviously, oh, yes. from The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. it's like this MK Ultra kind of in bed thing, and she's yeah. activated and she becomes. What's her name that she becomes? It says here uh, Charlie Baltimore. Charlie mm. Baltimore? Yeah. Brilliant. So. <laughs> She's activated, and she comes in to see the president. And the president, they need like a, a like an almost agent like Baltimore a, online, sir. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Comes in, and she's got a very unique set of skills. <laughs> as in, mm-hmm. she can just go in on her own and do things. And, yeah. Uh, and she's so she's sort of gunner. infiltration. Yes. Yeah, espionage. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing on the asteroid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what I thought when you said we need someone. We need someone on the ground. I thought you meant someone. Oh, no. yeah, there's well, a guy that's been there for 50 years. <laughs> yeah. So, I, think, I, oh, 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 I can't breathe. I, I figured that there's something stopping the shuttles getting to the asteroid. Well, there'll be a ground based headquarters yeah. for, for So, this. like, uh, ground control will have been taken over or something, and she yeah. has to break yeah. into there. NASA's been. Yeah been compromised yeah. and it's been taken over and she has to lead the force in there to, to kind of take it back to send whoever's going up to the asteroid mm-hmm. I've got okay. a suggestion yeah. for her for an uneasy alliance yeah Nikita yes now you see here's the other thing there was Nikita as well yeah and then there was Leon as well as the yeah. other possibility yeah mm. well, Leon's more of a straight up assassin yeah so maybe we could still have Leon yeah, we could, but then La Femme Nikita is a, is a government yeah. assassin as well. Yeah. But it's more in the like, like he's a, he's a hitman. Yeah, yeah. You, you give him some money, he'll kill someone. He yeah. doesn't do missions as such. But maybe he's like a. Maybe they could use him mm. once during the film as a sort of a, you know. But before we get close to the guys, we got to start taking out the 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 people lower down the supply chain for yeah. all the cyber hacking they're using on that asteroid, and. You know, Marshall's like, don't worry, we've got a guy. Yeah. And there's just a... And then a picture of him looking at his bank balance going up. Yeah. What do you think? Like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think so Nikita will be... She'll have the general for the Reds in her gun sight. Yes. Just Do I take the shot? Do I take the shot? And then someone stops her taking the shot. And she gets all annoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And has to get a cleaner in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's played by Harvey Keitel. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, that's spurt. <laughs> yeah. Although that's been slightly ruined by those insurance adverts. Uh, yeah, it's it has still, been. But I pretend what, they don't exist. Go back to Pulp Fiction and watch it. I mean, he could very well be an, an addition on this because that was a 90s film. Yeah. 
yeah, he's I mean, not so much an action hero, but, but like you feel like he's a character that could have been yeah. in other things mm. as yeah. well. And it is set in what they call what Tarantino calls the realer than real world, mm-hmm. which is the which is a sort of a hyper violent movie like world, but is still based on the same sort of rules as ours. Yeah, um, I like the idea that Winston Wolf, call me Winston, yeah, um, would be the guy that could potentially get one of our assassins out of trouble. Yeah. I, I, so I understand you have a was it you, uh, a head uh, a body minus a head yeah, take yeah. it to it <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe he's he's involved with Nikita nice. and like he has to like got a job for you it's a bit different from what you're used to yeah boom yeah then yeah so then she gets there and Charlie Baltimore's there yes. as well and then in her see-through nightdress? No, not in a see-through nightdress. In, like, a tactical outfit, I yeah. would say. I, I mean, look, I... In a, in a sexy but sensible tactical outfit. Well, suddenly, all of a sudden, wearing dark eyeshadow. She comes out of the water, like... And she's dyed her hair, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> dyed her hair yeah. and she's not dark eyeshadow. As, as soon as you remember that you're a secret agent, you just automatically get dark eyeshadow. Absolutely. And you look all awesome. Like, oh, my God, you look amazing. <laughs> like, really scary. <laughs> you're really scary. But there's... there's there's probably there's undoubtedly going to be a bit where she's reminded who she is like there's a picture of her kids or something uh, like that and her mm. husband yeah yeah yeah. but she's still still on board well it just that. reminds her what yeah. she's really fighting for exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah Long Kiss Goodnight by the way underrated film it's a sadly really underrated film. excellent film yeah he's a very underrated film. definitely and, and Brian Cox as well yeah Brian Cox not Professor Brian Cox yeah <laughs> Actor, actor well, no, Brian Cox. To be honest, though, we, you know, you could have him as the sort of the science attaché. Though, but in the in the nineties, he was more synth player from TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd struggle to get that into an action right. movie. He was I mean, he was also a physicist at that time. It's amazing how clear everything becomes when you stop thinking you, of yourself. Does anyone <laughs> listen to uh, Six Music? BBC Radio 6 yeah I've only just started listening to it but there's a drop on the Sean Keaveney show of Marianne Hobbs just saying hi I'm Marianne Hobbs and I've got billions and billions of records because <laughs> I've never noticed she sounds a lot like him <laughs> he's on Sean Keaveney's show every Thursday yeah, yeah, yeah. on for, for half an hour Class enough, isn't it? <laughs> I know you don't like. I really it. don't. Oh, he's really I, is. I, I know. I find. Well, yeah. Okay, fine. You know, each to their own. I love. One of my favourite things about you, Tom, is your hatred of people online <laughs> and how you insist on commenting on it. Like, do you remember Jack Jones? That guy, oh, yeah, <laughs> the guy yeah, who got yeah. pizza in his face. Yeah, you would not leave him alone. No, no at all. <laughs> no, I just, I just bombarded him with comments. It was amazing. Like, because it comes up, take so and so. Comments. Yeah, not like when you got pizza in your face, Jack. <laughs> oh, it cracked me up. To be fair, Brian Cox got a fair bit of stuff from me I kept, I, I kept on at him about his hair every time he commented get a haircut <laughs> floppy haired science cunt I <laughs> <laughs> picture like sort of two in the morning and your wife's calling down says what are you doing I'm, just, just, I'm just being needlessly unkind to Brian Cox <laughs> yeah. he needs to know just making rage noises things didn't phone. get better Brian <laughs> yeah uh, right, anyway, yeah, so James yes. Davis from Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, yeah love Excellent. it. What have we got next? Okay, so moving on. So, obviously, with the threat of, of the global warming being hit mm-hmm. and, and squirting all over all the penguins, there's 
quite a, we you know we need someone who's an environmental expert able to let us know what the risks going to be deal with the consequences so my nomination in this regard is the park ranger from Broken Arrow. Oh my god. Oh, 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 that is such a Terry good one. Carmichael. <laughs> Terry Carmichael. Terry Carmichael. Um so she like she was she was just a, a park ranger in Arizona or wherever the hell that film is set. She was thrown into the middle of that situation. A helicopter nearly crashed on her. Mm-hmm. She fucking stepped up and dealt with it. True. Yeah, Do you think did. she went back to being a bog standard park ranger after that? Did she bollocks? No, so she's that. now like a sort of super secret environmental agent of awesomeness. Mm. And uh, yeah, she's the person we need on the team to, you know, what what are the priorities? What do we need to make sure doesn't happen first? What Track if, weather if, patterns. Yeah, blah, if, blah, yeah. If shit, you know, say a little bit of global warming escapes and nukes Paris, yeah. which always <laughs> seems to be the town that gets hit in nineties movies. Um, you know, she'd she'd be running the, the the cleanup operation on the ground, making sure that the the global warmings didn't spread. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> global warmings. Yeah. Like plural. Yeah, there's like a there's like a nest of them. Uh, yeah. That could get crashed on. It's like them. a hydra. You chop off one head and another yeah. one grows. It's like global warming appears. Yeah. Absolutely. God. Um, so she's our she's our sort of like our expert in global warmings. In global warmings. <laughs> so I think so. I think how she joins the team is. She's in her park doing a job. She's talking to a load of kids, and then she looks up and sees someone shady with a long black coat with the hood up and his hair slicked back. And she knows he's doing something wrong. She, so she follows him, and he is setting up some global warmings in the park oh, to no. go off. And he, she approaches him, and um, I think at that point, does she confiscate the? The guy walls? turns around. He's got a gun, and uh, Will Smith's character maybe from. Bad boys turns up mm-hmm. in a car, skids, get in the car, and then she's kind of thrust into this situation. And they're like talking about we've got a situation at the moment with global warmings, and she goes, "I know a little bit about global warmings, so I'm here to help." They're really, they're really flying by the seat of their yeah, pants yeah, in this yeah. film. Aren't they? Get the park ranger in. <laughs> yeah. Although to be honest, I quite like the idea that she's just you know uh, looking up some kids and they're talking about some sort of squirrel that's got his nuts trapped somewhere <laughs> and like while they're doing it there's like a there's a bird that's yep. been sitting in a tree yep. which you suddenly realise isn't a real bird and like its eyes yep. start going dun, 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 and she sort of <laughs> like turns around yeah, and so, goes well that's enough for today kids and goes yeah, over kids and, like, go inside yeah. and then like six helicopters pop up <laughs> yeah. over the horizon Carmichael, there's yeah. a job on. The birds are one of those really like cronky mechanical ones. <laughs> Either that or global warming destroys the park, and she's rescuing kids and she's like taking them out of the park. Mm-hmm. But she realizes, but but she saves it by you know uh, hosing it. Oh no, no I think it just destroys it, destroys it. And she's left there going. She 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 phones the police and then. It's only the beginning. It cuts to the president and goes, Sir, we've got someone first hand witness the global warnings. Yeah. What's her name? Portman Carmichael? What? Terry Carmichael. Terry Carmichael. Yeah. And she's so she's brought in to the White House. I don't understand, they're patch her in. Did, is this what you saw? And Jeff yeah. Goblin's like going, uh, uh, is this is this what you saw? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Well, yeah. You'll find this is very uh, consistent with global warming. So, sir, she's the only one that's had first-hand experience of the global warming. Yeah. Mm. We need her on the team. Do you trust her? I don't trust anybody. Hmm. I just need people that can get the job done. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you want to bring Christian Slater along as well? Nah, fuck. Nah, he's alright. No, <laughs> we're good. Don't worry about it. That's no, fine. Just let him and John do what they need to do. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is this is hotting up. This film yeah. is mm-hmm. rattling along at a yeah, yeah. pace. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um, so everyone loves a good secret agent. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And especially a guy that serves in a group called Omega Sector, the last line of defence. Um, it's got to be Agent Harry Tasker from True Lies. Yes. That agency has got their logo on the floor as yeah. you walk in. Who made that? <laughs> Did they kill them afterwards? They must have done. They must have done. Or maybe just someone on the team is like, oh, I can uh, do a bit of masonry as well, actually. And do you know what's even better? Not only is Tom Arnold the guy's Mm -hmm. handler in that agency, but fucking Charlton Heston is the head (laughs) of Omega Sector. I mean, you know, Harry Tasker brings with him some real hammy acting, man. I mean, it's Mm. just brilliant. He brings some brilliant people along with him. And he's fucking badass. And he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. That is a film that takes, like, over the top is the baseline for <laughs> yeah. where the it guy, starts. The guy can fly jets. Mm-hmm. He can slide on his feet down a, a snowy embankment while also shooting <laughs> people off jet skis. Mm-hmm. Uh, not jet skis, snow, uh, yeah, snow yeah. Uh, He thingies. can tango like a motherfucker. He can tango. Yeah, and no one suspects him. At all. Expert horse rider. Expert can horse rider. Persuade a horse to jump off a building, which would not happen. You can't make a. If you try to do that with a horse, the horse would stop and go, fuck you, buddy. I think the horse does. That's one of the scenes, isn't it? The oh, horse God, yeah, stops it does. At the end, then yeah. he has to pull himself back up. But I don't think you could even make a horse gallop at the edge of a building. It's and like, he's got gadgets. No, he's a 90s hero that has the yeah, gadgets. Yeah, yeah. He's got the yeah. camera in the sunglasses in the cigarette. <laughs> the sunglasses that are the size like, of a television. Like welding goggles. It is <laughs> basically <laughs> a TV stuck to his face. They're like cataract glasses, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they look so stupid. <laughs> So yeah, he's on the team. He's he, out. he only uses to see. He he uses them to catch his daughter stealing money from his wallet. Yes. Who is who's his daughter in that? Oh, it's um, Eliza Dushka. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and he sees the guy following creeping him. up on him in the toilet, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. The big hit man, and like like also he is. Um, he doesn't even flinch when a nuclear bomb explodes on the Florida Keys while he's yeah. making out with his wife. Too busy tonguing his wife. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, I imagine for him, that is your default sexual experience. Yes. Oh, and you know. also, collateral damage-wise, he apologises straight after. Mm. He knocks people over. Mm. One of the things he says the most is, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And we've got to have Arnie on this team. Got, got yeah. to have Arnie on this team. Uh, that is distilled Arnie. Yeah. That's, that's one Arnie. That's yeah. one possible Arnie out of the out 90s. many yeah. 90s Arnies. Oh, incidentally, we should probably say Terminator or any, uh, yeah. is, is not allowed, actually, in this, is he? Yeah. Because no. Terminator 1 was 82. Yeah. yeah, and it's not human. It's um, a robot. The next one was ten years later. Yeah. So it does mean we can't have um, what's her face though, Linda Hamilton film either. No, oh, I love. We could yeah, have she, she would the really cool. mayor of the town from Dante's Peak if you want to get Linda Hamilton <laughs> in there. But I don't really know what she would bring to the team. No, I'm going to. Isn't Pierce Brosnan in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one? Is that, right, is yeah. that one or Volcano with the guy who's walking through the lava carrying the? That's person. Volcano. Yeah. That's the Tommy Lee Jones one. <laughs> God. He was in everything, wasn't well, he? In the, 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 the guy walking through the lava yeah. is going, oh! Yeah. Until, like, 
until literally just his mouth goes like what is he screaming what, and also how is he making a sound he's, he's still, just a little head he's still walking half a head. whilst shrinking so yeah. what's he walking on he's like lost his legs surely yeah oh I mean they've just melt yeah. you just fall over with a kid in his hand and just like oh, no, I mean this is the thing everyone always forgets lava is molten rock yeah mm. to melt rock you've got to have temperatures that are capable of dissolving like I mean you you, help, you hold your hand close to lava and yeah. it will just melt am I right there was, there was uh, it was like Mythbusters or something like this but they, they tested it by throwing a dead pig into lava mm. it's, what would happen is really horrible mm. so you're you would cool down the lava enough for it to solidify around you, but it would still be like 400 degrees. Mm. It would still get burnt to shit. Mm. But you'd be like instantly in like a sarcophagus of solid, pretty much solid rock, but that was like nearly at melting point. It would be horrific. Don't jump in a volcano. But you would die very quickly, I would imagine. Pretty quickly, yeah. Also, you'd get like flash boiled, so you'd probably explode. Nice. Well, it's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so um, so not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not jumps out of train into lava guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, true lies, definitely. Harry Tasker. We need a spy. <clears throat> he's yeah. out in the field. Yeah. He's just called back in. That's that simple, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's just so, another day on the job for him. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. You need the professionals mm. that this is just run of the mill. Yeah. You know, dealing with the. <laughs> The reds and global warmings all over the place. So I think I think we need to start concentrating on who we're going to send to the asteroid. All these mm-hmm. people are great at taking back NASA. Yeah, yeah. but we need um, some maybe. A oh, more I didn't realise that was the plot twist. I think the, we the, take... red, the reds have cyber attacked the asteroid. That, that's from how NASA. They, yeah. So the opening the opening action scene is them attacking NASA. Yeah, and taking it over, and then using NASA's computers to cyber attack. The yeah. asteroid. So that's where their main force is, but they've also got a force on the asteroid. Yeah. So our team, they've recaptured NASA. Now it's time for the the, the third act denouement. We're sending a team on one of the shuttles to the asteroid. To yeah. disable the asteroid? To, well, so like they took over NASA, but it was slightly too late. They'd sent the final command, so the asteroid is now on a collision course with the global warming. The global There's nothing warmings. we can do about it from this right. end. Right. We've got to go there and the sort out. The strike team needs to be assembled yeah, yeah. and deployed. But there's also a team of, of baddies on the asteroid. So, right. I think we need a, okay. a trio of thrill seekers for this one, for starters. <laughs> like, guys who want to go up there, don't mind climbing, jumping down big crevasses on this asteroid. I think I know exactly who you're going to say. So, for now. starters, we have, from Cliffhanger... Yeah. We have Gabe Walker, which is <laughs> nice. uh, Sylvester Stallone's character. He's backed up, and he's kind of the old hat, leading a pair of people that don't want us to be in a room together at this point. That's Johnny Utah, Keanu Reeves' character from Point from Break. From Point Break, yeah. And also, sorry, I've taken three here, if that's all right. Yeah. And uh, Bodhi as well. Yeah, yeah. So they need Bodhi for this, yeah. uh, as well as Johnny Utah. Yeah. Um, and so Bodhi comes in he's, in, he's in handcuffs. Yeah. And Johnny Utah is standing there and he undoes the handcuffs and they look at each other and you think they're going to kiss but they don't. It, that, yeah. it, there is some steamily homoerotic yeah. moments in that film. Um, it, so, what, you want me so hard you can taste it in your mouth. So that he goes, <laughs> I, need you, amazing. I need you to contact him and him being Gabe Walker from Cliffhanger. And then the three of them are needed. And, to, yeah. and then it cuts to a snowy mountainside. Yeah. yeah. And he's just dropped you, someone again. All you see is a pickaxe 
into the yeah. ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it pans out and, you know... Yeah, yeah. Could be a bit like Mission Impossible 2. He, yeah. he, he, he's single-handedly ice climbing yeah. up this ridiculous, ridiculous like frozen waterfall or something. Finally gets to the top. First thing he sees, Secret Service agent standing yeah. there. <laughs> going, Gabe, it's time to Shivering. go. Or, yeah. or just or like Johnny, Johnny Utah standing there going... And he says, like, hey, old man, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. It turns out they've known each other all along. Yeah, taught him everything. Yeah. No, knows. no. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what it says. It yeah. goes in, Johnny Utah's there, and it just goes, I thought you always told me never to go without ropes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that's yes! It. You see what I mean? Yes! I said a lot of things back then, Johnny. <laughs> uh, we need to get, has anyone got Michael Bay's email? Yeah. <laughs> so we need to get this going. <laughs> yeah, getting Bodium on, on board might be a bit difficult, but yeah. yeah. Not now, anyway. Oh god, that's so awesome! Yeah, and then I literally he, made, made a wiggle in my yeah, pants, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. just like, oh. <laughs> and then he goes, and then uh, Johnny Utah goes, "Where's Bodie?" And then they need to go find him, and, yeah. and they both parachute off. The, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> or or now we, we squirrel suits now, but this is the nineties, so it's it's parachuting. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they're thrill seekers, I think, that are being sent to the asteroid. Okay, excellent picks. Yeah. So. They're going on the shuttle. They're going to the asteroid. Yeah, it's not easy stuff to do. We need someone who's got, you know, certifiable space exploration expertise. Yes, but we don't want to make it too easy for them. So yeah. I'm suggesting Rockhound from Armageddon. Yes, yes. Okay, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, uh, just because he'd be completely fucking crazy and no help yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I think that he's no help in that film. We're talking. It's completely pointless in that film. He wants to die. Yeah, it's like, guys, that a great spot picked up. Like, we're staying, we're going, we're staying, we're going. Um, I mean, he does have a, a, a sort of an environmental aspect to his character. The bit where he's sitting on top of the nuclear weapon going, no nukes, no nukes. Um, but yeah, I just think he, he could throw a bit of crazy into the uh, into the third act of this film. Hmm. Uh, so are you assuming that Armageddon... I mean, he has technically yeah. flown on a shuttle and blown up an asteroid before. He's probably pretty good. So um, are we assuming that Armageddon happened in this film? Yeah, but you can't have Bruce Willis because he's dead. dead. You ben can't Affleck have Ben Affleck just involved uh, because he's too traumatized by it. Yeah. and he's, he's he's busy too busy being up with Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Um, but <laughs> still, with, still with those little animal crackers. Yeah. He's got a real that's turned <laughs> that's into a real nasty thing. thing. They've had to get counselling. <laughs> yeah, he now can't get it up unless he's yeah. robbed himself with animal cracker dust. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. insists on wearing rubber gloves every yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he's he's the, they're taking maybe one of the same sort of uh, weird rover things that has a minigun on it for no mm. reason. So he's going to be driving something around on the the actual. Yeah, he's 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 the he's sort of he's going to get them from their landing site because they have to land on the other side yeah. of the asteroid, obviously. Otherwise, the baddies will see them coming. So he's in charge of getting the team to the uh, the infiltration point. Yeah. Okay. Right. So yeah, you're going to need someone up there who can lead. The troops, yeah. if you like, because mm-hmm. you've got some thrill seekers, the guys that yeah. are adrenaline yeah. junkies and won't be rattled. So got have the, the president's not going. The president's not going. Who's going to lead the team on the ground? Well, he may not necessarily be a serving army ranger anymore. <laughs> okay, but he's got the South American charm. <laughs> It's Cameron Poe. Yeah, he's got to be a boy. He's got to be in this film. A guy who can take a bullet, bullet. <laughs> and still run towards <laughs> mildly flippish. <laughs> yeah, 
He gets shot in the shoulder, doesn't he? He does, yeah. You just keep walking. probably lose your arm if that happened. The tendon damage, the bone damage. You certainly wouldn't be able to punch someone with that arm. no. And do you know what? I just think, if the shit's going down, I want someone like that leading from the front. You know, because I think people like Casey Ryback, you know, they're, they're on the ground kind of things. But this guy up there... I mean, cool head, calm voice, yeah, absolutely good straight arrow, yeah. doesn't take any bullshit. Absolutely. Plot and, twist. Yeah, go on. Sorry. And it means that you get to have some banter with Vince Larkin, yes. the sandal-wearing... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They have a phone call. He's like Al in Die Hard. So, know, I don't know. He's fallen on hard times. Yeah. His, it, it didn't work with his wife and his kid in the end. Oh. They've left him. Um, so Tracy Poe and so, Casey yeah, yeah. Tracy and Casey yes. turns out that horrendous bunny that he gave his daughter just traumatised yeah. her and the, the, Leanne, the Leanne Rhyme song really well, annoyed he picked them. it out of the sewer water yeah. she got strep B and you know it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> so his wife never forgave him like. so he's, he's sitting in a bar when Vince Larkin walks in mm-hmm. he goes we need you Poe it's, it's, it's a big one global warming it's everywhere. Yeah. Yes, I'm out of their game now. Larkin's a, a US Marshal, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Mm. Okay, right. So at least he'd have yeah. some. Yeah, he's not like. I thought he was like a prison guard or something. Yes. We need you at NASA to try and take it back from the Reds. But I left all that behind. Yeah. Vince. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then one of two things happens. Either he leaves a phone number and he looks down, he guns his tequila, looks down, tequila. grabs it, like on the bit of paper, and then just. Calls it or guns his drambuie. Yeah, Larkin's Larkin leaves, and these guys try to mug him, and then Poe comes out, like much like at the start of Con Air, yeah. kills all of them, kills again. all of them, goes straight to prison. Ah, shit, <laughs> yeah. he's See, in prison for fifteen years, yeah. and then our film happens. Prison for fifteen years on the asteroid. Yeah. See, now, I like the idea of him being there as well, because yeah. he is followed around by some dude who wails on the guitar. You know, like, in, in Connell all the time, it's like... It's his own personal soundtrack, <laughs> yeah. wheeling around behind him. Yeah. And, of course, Leanne Rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's a... There's a she, the doesn't, she doesn't make it back. She make it back. There's a bit where they think they're going to fail, right? Yeah. And he's, they've got the video up, and he sees on the video that his wife and his daughter have turned up at the newly uh, recaptured NASA mm. and they're crying and that's when he like realises he just grabs a gun gets shot in the head doesn't matter mm. keep going <laughs> <laughs> and, just, yeah. um, and he has to keep going for his wife and his kids I yeah. just got yeah. shot in the brain yeah. <laughs> yeah. it didn't affect yeah, it too didn't much affect. <laughs> it's not actually <laughs> southern but it doesn't stop who I am <laughs> <laughs> how do I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The ending of Con Air, you can turn it off when the plane crashes, basically. Yeah. yeah. Nothing good yeah. happens after that point. No, in- instead, a uh, psychopath paedophile gets released in Vegas, yeah. and it's hilarious. Oh, that's the comic yeah. relief. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you're meant to think he's cured, because he has that conversation with the little girl in the swimming pool and doesn't murder her. Are you sick? <laughs> I am sick. Oh, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. He met a kid who didn't want to kill Yeah, he's Everything's fine. okay. Yeah, it's good. He's okay. <laughs> Excellent. So, so back back in the days when a serial killing paedophile could be your your light-hearted <laughs> little little injection of humour. I've got there's so many more. He's got the whole yeah. 
There are so many of it. We've we've been cranking out nineties action heroes okay. for about. An but hour now. what we need a pilot <laughs> for the for the shuttle. Yeah. We do need a pilot. Um, and Top Gun was the eighties. Yeah. So that's out the window. <laughs> You've got Will Smith's character potentially from... Um, ah, Captain Stephen Hiller. Yeah. Mm. Or we could go slightly more left field and we could go someone who is a spoof of Maverick and Rambo and go <gasps> Topper Harley. Yes! Excellent. So, I fucking love the hot shots. This was <laughs> recommended by Paul Edge on Twitter. So Fair play, Paul. Yeah, because I wouldn't have even thought about this. Nice. Yeah. Expert pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or better, it's ACF's compact paddywhack. Paddywhack, <laughs> give it up a bolt, sir. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, Topper Harley, I think, should be the pilot pilot in the shuttle. This is a pilot shuttle. So. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that bit in the second film where he's um, or he's like all dressed up like Rambo, yeah. firing that machine gun. You <laughs> 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 get the little body count ticker starts yeah, going just, up. Uh, flinging bullets at people they like line up he fires one bullet and they go he fires the chicken doesn't he they're coming into land at the end left engine's gone right engine's gone and the wing and the tail it's just this cockpit goes that's on the deck and they're call signs isn't it like um Roger that, Papa's fluff and nutters. <laughs> Roger that, right, chilly, willy, nilly, vanilly. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Thanks, right, Tucker. Pre- you've taught me to kill again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> President Tug Benson. <laughs> oh, so good. Excellent. Right. Yeah, he'd, he'd get them there and back. So should we go through some of the ones that have been suggested to us? Then? Yeah, yeah, um, go for it. Go. So we've got uh, Norman Robson suggested, uh, why do you need to talk about anyone other than Seagal? And then... Uh, starts along with a conversation involving myself to talk about probably about 20 other people other than Seagal so, yeah. <laughs> um, so Seagal's yeah we've got Ryback yeah he's in there yeah uh, all I did was put up a picture of Nicolas Cage from uh, Con Air doing this yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but clearly Universal Soldier and The Matrix um, but we'd said about The Matrix Universal Soldier were they human in they they're, sort human. Of, they're like augmented humans hmm. aren't they yeah they're sort of they have well, the majority of their memories are raised and yeah. they're controlled by motor functions, aren't they, really? Um, original Mission Impossible was in the 90s as well. It's too... It's not really... That's not Harry the Tasker. vibe we're looking yeah. for, we're is it? <laughs> that, got Harry Tasker. that film took itself remotely seriously. Mm. Yeah, That's not what we're looking for. But still, uh, that's a good suggestion. The, the first Mission Impossible is absolutely excellent movie if you go back and watch it it yeah. doesn't make a fucking lick of sense until you've seen it about six times yeah but you're right it is good it is really good it is good I remember seeing it in the cinema and thinking it was good and, and now you've told me it was good and I now know that I was right <laughs> but like trying to work out when when everybody knows that the other person knows that they know what's going on yeah. it is really <laughs> really complex I mean that's why we need sort of light bulb emoticons appearing yeah. above our heads well, in then, cinemas when people suddenly go bing and then Mission oh. Impossible 2 took all of that back to jumping sideways in slow motion That's with two right. guns Mission Impossible 2 was great though yeah um, was the original Men in Black a 90s film I think so it yeah. must have been yeah. see so because 90s. either one of them 
I mean, they have yeah, access to... Yeah, because we haven't to... got Tommy Lee Jones on this team. He's exactly. in every one of his He's a man in black. Yeah. He's got access to weaponry unlike anything else on this planet. Yeah. Maybe, did... that's, that, maybe that's how they first get intelligence about this. It gets picked oh, up by their sort of me. deep I space love it. networks. Yes. Love it. Yes. Maybe they can get tipped off by an alien. Oh, I've got a better I was idea. Say, it's an Alterian whatever it is, mothership hovering around the Earth that suddenly mm. goes, oh or shit, just behind us there's... We a... have Tommy Lee Jones' character from The Fugitive and he has to track mm. down... Mm. One of these guys. Mm. I still love that moment on the dam. Yeah, I so good. Where he goes, I didn't do it. I don't care. Yeah, and I just love that because that's the thing, isn't it? It's that yeah. I need to prove I'm innocent. I need to bring you in. Yeah, my job isn't to judge you. It's yeah. just to bring you in. It's I just what fucking, fucking love that moment. Film, it's a great film. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not a hero. He's just a guy trying to clear his name. Yeah, but what I'm talking about Tommy Lee Jones's character though. Yeah, he's, like, he's not. He's the antagonist, but he's not a baddie. He's not no. a bad guy. You don't, at all. You don't wish ill or ill name at all. No. Uh, he also said, Leon off of Leon, pedo, yes, but also action hero. And that film probably has one of the best, most evil baddies of the 90s. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah. Norman Stansfield, is mm. that his name? Yeah, yeah. I love these little moments of calm before the storm. And his yeah. immaculate like white linen suit that he wears. Yes. Because I've, I've got a linen suit and it doesn't stay fucking uncreased <laughs> for more than about 10 minutes. Um, then Steve Hancock says, lots of Arnie, True Lies, Total Recall, Last Action Hero, Eraser. Yeah. Oh, Eraser. Yeah, I forgot about Eraser. That's one with the gun that... Is, is that the one where he's got the your luggage? Yeah. Your luggage. I've had this since 1986 and I've been waiting to get attacked by a crocodile, an alligator at a push. Um, lots of Nick Cage, The Rock, Face Off, Conair. Yeah, yeah. The Holy Trinity. Definitely. Uh, lots of Bruce Willis, Armageddon, Fifth Element. So Bruce Sport. Willis isn't on the team, is he? He's not on the team. We might need to get him in there. Maybe just mm. because, the, maybe the futuristic cab rider from Fifth Element. How are we going to get him in there, though, after? <laughs> this has been fairly well, grounded time. so far. Yeah, we, we, no, can, we can use Time Cop to get anyone to bring the Silent Phoenix back. Yeah, it's time all grounded right now. Time Cop is an underrated part of this team, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's, not, he's not on the team. He's no. just he's, he's he the just mechanism by which we can get people from any time. Okay, so he gets the cab driver from uh, Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Yes. Yeah. And, and he has to bring Lulu with him. Yeah. Multipass. Multipass. Uh, plenty of Stallone action films in the 90s too. So yeah, plenty of Stallone in actions in the 90s. Um, mentioned Willis from Fifth Element. Also Tank Girl, we haven't mentioned. I'd call that a comic book movie rather than an action You reckon? Movie. Yeah, I mean, it's an yeah. awesome movie, but That's, it's not... That was Steve Hancock. Why? It's not realistic enough, I and mean, I feel that we've got a very grounded... <laughs> Uh, he also suggests uh, Je- uh, Jeff Goblin from Jurassic Park. Puts that picture <laughs> yes, up at the same time. I love that picture. That's brilliant. <laughs> what um, about Barb Wire? Yeah, that that's on the list, <laughs> isn't it? That, yeah. <laughs> My word, that is a terrible film. Um, it's worth worth a watch. <laughs> oh, so Sonia Hill re- uh, recommends Gina Davis, who's on the team. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, she's yeah. on the team. Um, and Scully. From the X X Files, oh, that's a compelling yeah. one. That's a really yeah. compelling one. But she's not a '90s action hero. No, no. not really. I mean, there were the X Files movie was. was she was that? constantly debunking things. When was the X Files? I think it might have been 2000 or later. No, it's not. Uh, I checked. Uh, no, Mulder. The thing you're looking at is actually a tumor. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah. yeah, with my wonderful boobies. Oh, it's amazing. Why is she Sean? Why is she Sean Connery? 
I'll have it shaken but not stirred, Scully. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd shake Johnny Nelson. I'd have her in pretty much any show, film. Anything. Okay, so let's say Orders. she is. She's got like a cameo in this where she is, like the president's like personal. Uh, FBI head of the FBI or something like that. I like the idea that they both yeah. arrive. Yes, and uh, like they were atta- They were sort of <clears> saying <throat> we, you know, um, we detected interesting signals coming from space, and yeah. Mulder thought they were aliens at first, but um, I, you know, reasoned scientifically and realised that it was an asteroid. Mm. You know, and then something. Tommy like Lee that. Jones walks in and goes, "Nope, no such thing as aliens." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fries her brain. Yeah, <laughs> carries her out. <laughs> um, so Simon Dolling hit the nail on the head with this one. Snipes. I can only think of Demolition Man and Blade, but he's killer in both. And I suggested Passenger Fifty Seven, but uh, I think we couldn't have Blade because he's, he's not. He's only he's not human. human. Yeah, exactly. That's very true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. And then, other than that, uh, Sonia also suggests um, Jackie Chan from any film, but uh, Rush Hour as well. Yeah, actually, we don't have a we don't have like a martial arts expert at the moment. Well, La Femme Nikita. Yeah, but we don't have Harry Tasker's martial arts. Yeah, I mean Casey Ryback is martial arts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean he is martial yeah. arts. Yeah, you know he's, he's a, made of them. A sixth dan black belt in Aikido. You know he is martial arts. Yeah. Okay, and then <laughs> I just um... keep thinking of Steven Seagal like. Beating the shit out of a sea lion. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Paul Edge's suggestion was Topper Harley. So yeah, Topper Harley, brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's, that's brilliant. It. Russ came up with a breaking thing though. Yeah. Just before we go, uh, because we are just about to end. Yeah. But what would we call this film? Hmm. You guys got any suggestions? No, we should probably have thought of some. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we were thinking of something. I mean, you know, like Russ made the good point that like there were a lot of films um, that. Uh, it came out in the nineties. That were just like single words, yeah. Like you know, Eraserhead or like uh, what was your one? Like Revengeinator or something like that, or you know, yeah. something a bit weird. Like I thought maybe it was something like Global Warming's Rise of Revengeance, or or something like Global Killing or something. Mm. Like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Eco Death, <laughs> Deadly Impact, or something. Deadly, yeah. Oh, that, I think Deadly's got to be in there now. I like that. Mm. Deadly. Red Deadly. Redly Deadly. Redly Deadly. deadly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Deadly deadly Reds. Deadly Reds. Deadly Reds in space. Or just Red. In space! In space! Let's not try and be too sad. Yeah, no, I think Red Dead. Redly Deadly. Redly Deadly. Redly Deadly. Redly Deadly. No okay, one will see look that. Redly Deadly Global Warming. Also, let's go straight in at Redly Deadly 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't ask about the first one. That could be the tagline. Redly Deadly 2, colon, don't ask about the first one. Yeah. I think we've just come up with a better film than Expendables. Though. It's better than Sharknado. Yeah. True. Yeah, absolutely. Two. It might take a bit of money to get all these people, well, some of them reanimated. Some of them less than you yeah, think. Some of them, yeah, some yeah. of them brought back to life. Yeah. yeah. They don't have to do much. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> Right. Just so animate their face with CGI, but really poor CGI. Yeah, absolutely. So it looked like one of those Adam and Joe cartoons <laughs> with just a mouth. Or just <laughs> CGI, but it's a lookalike rather than them. So it's always slightly off. Slightly mm. off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that. Yeah. Excellent. So look out for Ready Deadly 2, colon, don't ask about the first one. Global Impact. near you soon. Yeah.
Uh, that was brilliant. Uh, yeah. As ever, it was Dan. Hello. No, say goodbye. Goodbye, I waved. Yeah. <laughs> and Russ. Goodbye. And me. Goodbye. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and YouTube. Bye. And Twitter. And Twitter. Bye. Just add to your age. Okay, bye. Bye.